Hello, welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, episode 42. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. This is going to be our tutor or educational episode, as if this is educational. I don't really know. I mean, we're trying. We're trying. All right, Sam. How are you today? Pretty good. We've been productive. How about you? Good. You know, I get home... I wanted to nap. Mm-hmm. You said no. Mm-hmm. I wanted to sit on the couch and watch TV. I said no. So we went to the office and started researching life. Yeah. So today I researched, as I said last week, mm-hmm. I researched the difference between whole life insurance and term life insurance. So what I did. Was it interesting? Let's start there. It was interesting. Okay. I had some emotions flowing. (gasps) Did you? Yeah, because so I wanted to look at multiple viewpoints. Okay. So I watched like, at first I watched some investors, like I watched YouTube videos on why investors like whole life insurance right right so i only watched the positives of it to jazz me up Mm -hmm. you know go god why would anybody not invest in whole life insurance people that aren't investing in whole life insurance are a bunch of idiots right right so i I jazz myself up then once i'm on my rah-rah train and i'm like no one can talk me down from this high then i decided to switch gears did someone talk you down not Someone. Someone's. Someone's talking me down. The rest of the fucking internet. Oof. So there's like a couple dudes out there who I'm sure are selling insurance. Rah-rah up going, God, you got to get this whole life insurance. It makes so much sense. And then everybody else comes in to play and they go, yeah, you're an idiot. And I'm like, Wow. What I figured out, okay? Okay. Very simple, term life insurance. Mm -hmm. You pay a set premium. Okay. For a set period of time. Okay. 10, 20, or 30 years. Okay. Okay? You pay a set premium. So I get checked. I'm 26 years old. Mm -hmm. I would get checked. At 26, I can either do a 10-year, a 20-year, or a 30-year. Okay? And your premium is locked for that amount of time. You can cancel it whenever. Okay. Okay. But your premium's locked for that amount of time. So, okay, boom. I'm 26. I probably shouldn't lock in a 30-year because then I'll be 56, and then it's going to be really high when I go to, to do it, mm-hmm. or to, to, re, to redo it. However, the point of life insurance is only to cover you until... Your family or significant other or whatever can survive without you. Okay. So the only point of life insurance would be like if me and you had a, a child or two. Okay? okay. We have two children. Um, throw away the fact that I'm like financially free. Throw yeah. that out the window. Um, you and I both have just regular jobs. Okay. Okay. We're making regular income. Okay. We have a house mm-hmm. with a 30-year mortgage. Mm-hmm. 
we have college funds to save for our kids. Mm -hmm. So for the next 30 years, 20 to 30 years, it would make sense for us to have a life insurance policy on each other. So if one of us dies, we can pay off the mortgage and we can fund the kids' college funds. Right. Okay? Makes sense. So then you can survive as a single parent. So you can survive as a single parent. Got it. Kids. Okay? All right. Now, in our position we're at now, where we are financially free. Yeah. Our passive income surpasses our expenses. Yes. If I die, but once we're married, if I die, you could live for free. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So it would not make sense in any world for us to have life insurance. Because we've invested correctly. Right. So what would there, there would be no point, right? Right. Now, the, the normal person that didn't do that or is working towards financial freedom or whatever it is, it would make sense for them to have a term policy mm-hmm. in case they do pass. Okay. So, term policy. Set period of time. Mm-hmm. Set premium. So, the one example I found, um, I had it here somewhere. What? So, do you like renew it at 10 years? Like, so if you did the 10-year, would you renew it at 10 years or would it just get canceled or, like, be done? So it'll be done, but you have the option of renewing it. Okay, so... You also have the option of transferring it to a whole life policy. Okay, so... I guess I'm just, like, so confused. So you're only covered during those 10 years? 10, 20, or 30 years? For the term? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So you could give an insurance company all this money and then nothing happened to you and then you just lost all that money? Because like, I'm assuming they don't give you a check at the end and being like, hey, you didn't use this, so here you go. No, it's the same thing as having car insurance. No, it's there for just in case. It's there for just in case. Man, I don't like that. Insurance companies suck. Just wait till we get into whole life insurance, and then you'll really be mad. Um, Cause what? Uh, I must have whole life insurance through work. No, you have you have life insurance. Yeah, they do it automatically. Then you have term. Then you have term life insurance. Oh, cause I only have it for while I work there. Right. Got it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, and I'm. I'm sure you have it for a certain period of time. Um, okay, I, I found it. So for for this is this is kind of what I found for a healthy thirty year old adult. Your premium is looking around two hundred and fifty dollars for the year. Okay. Oh, okay. that's not bad. Wait, so that's just how much you pay? Two hundred fifty dollars a year? Yeah. So that that was one source. So the, the two different sources I found, okay, the one was for a $250,000 benefit, okay, $250,000 benefit. Okay. The term 30-year was $250 for a healthy 30-year-old male. Okay. Okay. Now, the other source I found was for the longest life policy out there, and that's a 40-year, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's for a $500,000, $500,000 
40-year lock okay. policy for a 30-year-old healthy male. Mm-hmm. That's 700 a year. Okay. Still not bad. 60 bucks a month, roughly. Yeah, that's not bad. It's not bad. Okay. Now, found two different price variances in whole life that I will get to because I do not want to, I do not want to cloud up your guys' brains. So, term life. Mm -hmm. Okay. We, We got that covered. Now, whole life. Okay. There's three things to whole life. Okay. Number one. How many pages of notes do you have on this? A, a shit ton. Okay, cool. Yeah, a lot. Okay. Yeah. So, um, number one, it you get the you get the premium, right? Mm-hmm. So you you get your you get so whatever you buy, whatever. So if I open it today at twenty six, whatever the premium was for the life insurance, mm-hmm. it will be that for the rest of my life. Okay, that's not okay. bad. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. The rest, you know. So that that'll be for the rest of my life. So it's a, it's a very positive thing that it's a premium lock at twenty six. It doesn't expire. It's for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but you pay that premium for the rest of your life, unless you cancel. Yeah. But then you don't get it once you cancel it, right? So if you cancel and you die like five years later, you don't get anything. You will get your cash value. Okay. Okay. So I'm sure you'll get there. So I'll get there. So you get a thing called, so you get your premium, and then you get, there was one other thing which I didn't really, so you get your premium, so your, oh yeah, your premium set, okay, mm-hmm. you get your death benefit, right? So that premium pays into your death benefit. Oh yeah. Your death benefit is the same benefit that your term policy would give you. Through a term policy, you only get a death benefit. That's it. You die. That's the only time that policy is paying out. Okay. Okay. So you get a, so with with the whole you get a premium for the rest of your life locked. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get your death benefit, and then the third thing you get is a cash value, and that's the juicy part is the cash value, right? Mm-hmm. That's why people do whole life insurance. So cash value is really cool. What can you do with cash value? It's essentially a savings account. Okay, yep. We talked about this. Yep, yep, yep. It's a savings account that gets over the over the course of the over the course of the thing, it averages a five percent return. Okay? That's that's a lot better than most savings accounts. Yeah, it is. Okay. Actually. So you park your money in this for forty years, Mm -hmm. you get a five percent return. Mm -hmm. It's a savings account. Yeah, it's not bad. That's a lot better. Right? You automatically put money in. Because you're paying your premium. That's right. It'd just be like a normal savings account. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Why this is awesome? Because you can use it for investing. Hold on, I'll get to that. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm that, ruining the punchline that, here. That, your typical bank account is only insured to two hundred fifty thousand dollars by the FDIC. So if you have over two hundred fifty thousand dollars in a bank account. The FDIC does not insure what's over two hundred fifty thousand. So they, because because when you put your money in a bank account in savings, the bank instantly is using your money. Mm-hmm. They're using your money. They're circulating stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, a whole life insurance policy that savings account does not get used. That's for you only. And so they're not. Whatever is in that cash value is yours. Okay. It it does not. Like, it doesn't have to be insured to a certain amount. It's yours. So, 
you could have a million dollars in there. Mm-hmm. It's yours. That's cool. Yeah, very cool. So can you put more in than your premium? Absolutely. Okay. So now, like you said, you get into the investing realm. Mm-hmm. This is where I was very, very excited because they left out some key things when I was listening to the rah-rah guys about it, you know? Mm-hmm. You can borrow money out of your thing. You can borrow money out tax-free, mm-hmm. okay? So you can take a loan out of your benefit mm-hmm. tax-free. Mm-hmm. Let me let all of you in on a little secret. Any fucking loan you take out is tax-free. Yep. They literally threw that in there. To try and get you more excited. To try and get you more excited. So I'm sitting here listening to that and they're like, you get to pull your money tax free. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, that may, oh my God, that's awesome. And then I'm like, wait a second. Have I ever been taxed on a loan? No. No. So. A benefit is you get a tax free loan. Okay. Okay. The loan, however, has interest. You have to pay taxes on the interest. So, 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 no, no, well, well, hold on. So, you get to, you can, you can only pull as much money as you've put in. Okay. So, whatever your premium amount is, you can only pull up to that amount. Okay. Okay. So, make it simple. You pay in $100,000 in premiums, you can pull out up to $100,000. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Now, well, and your cash value also builds up with interest and stuff, so it can you can actually pull out more than your than your premium with with how it builds. But I'll get to that. So you pull out your money, okay? That you've been putting and putting and putting in. You get tax, or sorry, you don't. You get interest. You have to pay interest on your money. So if you put a hundred thousand dollars in there in premiums, you will get taxed at whatever the standard interest rate is. So if the standard interest rate like two years ago was like 5%, mm-hmm. you get taxed 5% on your own, or not, you get you have to pay interest at 5% on your own fucking money. So yes, your savings account is only giving you what 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 is our ally savings account now? Point zero three or point zero three five? Yeah, it became really right. shitty. So point zero three five. Okay, so yes, we're at just, let's just say we're at a half a percent return on our savings account. Okay, let's just pretend that for a minute. Yes, it's a four and a half percent difference. Okay, from from your savings account to your whole life policy. However. When you pull your money from your savings account, you do not have to pay interest on that money you pull. Mm-hmm. Whole life policy, you have to pay interest on your own fucking money. So do you have to like pay like interest payments like you do any other type of loan? Mm-hmm. You have to pay payments for your loan. For your own money. For your own money. That's awful. No. Okay. So, like we were saying though, you said taxes on that interest. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where it gets interesting. And there was a couple different sources that had it worded kind of weird. 
some of them, how I interpret it after reading, watching two videos on it and reading three different sources, okay? Three different articles online about it. So we've got five sources here. What I interpret it as, what I interpret it as, whatever you paid in in premiums, say it's the 100,000 you've paid into premiums, if you make through interest and dividends, through pulling this money out, investing it, because one of the coolest things, you can pull that money out, invest it in real estate, and throw it back in and not get taxed on those gains. Right. As long as that amount you made does not surpass your premiums you put in. What that means is if you ever... Through compound, right? Compound interest. There is a compound, um, like accumulation of interest. If you make a hundred percent return, you then get taxed on everything over a hundred percent. Now, anybody, if you look at the trajectory of IRAs. 401ks, Roth IRAs, things like that, you notice how the compound interest and not getting taxed on that compound interest is the key ingredient to wealth building, mm -hmm. okay? The longer you're in, that compound interest takes over. And then when you get 59 and a half, you do not get hit with those taxes. Mm -hmm. Now, this means if you hit a 100% return on your money, over however fucking long, 40 years, you're paying taxes. Tell me how that makes sense. Mimi just sighed at the perfect time. Mimi sighed because it's so ridiculous. She is very upset about it. Huh. So, you get a 5% return on your money. Okay? That's awesome. A lot better than normal savings account. It's untouchable money. It's your own money, okay? And you get to borrow your money. You get to borrow your own money. How cool is that? How cool is that? That's super cool. Let me tell you some more interesting stuff I found out. Okay. A portion of that money is always dedicated. So so, so your, your whole life policy, mm -hmm. a portion of that is always dedicated towards your premium payment on your term so let's say for shits and gigs make this super simple with five dollars and fifty dollars okay okay nope you know what i like whole numbers let's go 10 and 100 okay so let's just say your term policy is ten dollars a month mm -hmm. okay that means your whole policy is a hundred dollars a month okay okay your whole policy you're only getting $90 towards your cash value or what you think is towards your cash value because that $10, no matter what, is going towards your term. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if you get term life insurance or whole life insurance. Whatever that premium is, that amount goes towards the death benefit. Mm -hmm. There's no way around it. $10 is going towards that no matter what. Okay, so you only get $90 going towards what you think is cash value. Now, there's a very slow accumulation phase for the first 
five to 10 years, you accumulate next to nothing, even though you're paying an extra. Why is that? Your first five to 10 years, you're overpaying and those fees, or you're paying fees for commissions, for administration fees to run the fund. You're paying more into your death benefit. So since you get this lock, usually people, when they're 60, 70, 80 years old, they have to get new policies. Their premiums go skyrocketing, right? Because you're going to fucking die. It's guaranteed. Right. Everybody's going to die, especially when you get to fucking 60, 70, 80. Right, yeah. Premiums go through. So the first five to 10 years, everything you're paying in, now I'm not going to say everything, the majority you're paying in is going towards commissions, administration fees, and to funding your death. Now, the typical five to 10 year return, okay? Mm -hmm. Five to 10 year return. What do you think the actual percent return is five to 10 years? 10%? Well, so if the average is based over five years. Yes. Five years. You're overpaying in the beginning to all these things. Mm-hmm. It'd be less. Mm-hmm. So the... Oh, the average return? The average, the percent return for the first five to ten years. I guess I still don't really know. Is it negative? It's slow accumulation. It's... Is it like 1%? 1.5 1. to 2.2%. Jesus. So That's bad. It's not good. Especially if you're getting 5% like... Uh, loan. Inter- yeah. Lo- you're paying interest. paying interest on your own loan at 5%. Yeah. So the first 5 to 10 years, this is an awful wealth building strategy. Awful. One of the worst I've heard of. Mm-hmm. So... This, let me get to the biggest kicker of them all to solidify why I am definitely not going to consider this for a very long time. When you die Mm -hmm. and you have a term life policy, Mm -hmm. they get your death benefit, right? Makes sense. Your term, they get your death benefit, okay? Okay. You following? Does that make sense? You pay your insurance premiums, just like you pay a car. Mm -hmm. You pay your premiums. In the event that you die, there's an accident, you die. Mm -hmm. Whoever your beneficiaries are, they receive your death benefit, whatever Mm -hmm. that amount is. So the two examples I gave is a $250,000 or $500,000. Yeah. Those are tax-free. Okay, got it. So if I have a 250000 on myself and I pass away, you will receive $250,000 tax-free. Okay, yeah. Okay, very good. Now, whole life insurance. When you pass away, same thing. Mm-hmm. You will receive the 250000 from me. Okay. Tax-free. Mm-hmm. Okay. They made sure, they really made sure in these articles to go, yeah, you get a tax-free $250,000 payment. And then you read down a little more. Term life insurance, you also get the same thing. 
okay, awesome, they're both tax-free. Because mm-hmm. they made it, they tried to make it sound like whole. only the whole was mm-hmm. tax-free. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, and all other life insurance policies are tax-free. Okay, awesome. So, however, so you get the, the death benefit. The cash value does not go to beneficiaries. The cash value gets absorbed by the life insurance company. So you have been spending, you've been you've been funding this account so that you can get tax deferments, so so you can build money up um, and and loan it out to yourself and invest in real estate and all this fun, cool stuff, and you're getting a five percent return. And then the life insurance keeps all that money. All of it. Everything you funded, they get. Now. So what's the point of it? What's the point of putting money in? There was, there's, there, there's two reasons that I found. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one, the first reason, and this is prop, this is the more common. You have maxed out every single other option for retirement accounts. You are not really interested in parking money in real estate or anything like that. So you're looking for more tax deferment options because the only thing you're interested in is retirement accounts, stocks, bonds, etc. Mm-hmm. And you've already maxed out all those options. Mm-hmm. This is the last option they recommend for tax deferment. Okay? I still wouldn't do it. Just get hit with the tax, dude. Next. This is the other reason. Mm-hmm. A gentleman, part of a business buyout, had to have life insurance for the rest of his life. Okay. Okay. Or maybe it was some maybe it wasn't some sort of transaction occurred. He has to have life insurance for the rest of his life. He's in his late fifties, and it was actually more financially intelligent for him to do the whole life insurance at that than to get hit with the possible premiums if he makes it to, it was like 80 years old or whatever. Right. So it actually made more sense for him to lock in that rate as whole and and go with the rest of his life with a whole mm-hmm. policy. Um, those are the two reasons. Um, because one reason is you have exhausted all of the resources and you're too lazy to get into real estate investing. The other option is you have to have a life benefit and it's actually cheaper to have this. Um, or, or I guess it makes more sense. I don't fucking know. What I learned was it sounded really juicy. Mm-hmm. I remember when, um, what's that, Northwestern Mutual? Is that what it was? Yeah. Northwestern Mutual. They, they talked to me about whole life insurance years ago. And it was the same thing. They were talking about how, like, I could pull this money 
and use it for real estate investing. And at the time, I wanted to get into flipping houses. So I thought that was a really cool benefit. Mm -hmm. But I listened to Dave Ramsey and I thought, you know, I don't know if I should do this yet. Then I started listening to it a little more, started hearing some more stuff. But I'm like, man, I need to check this out. This could be the ticket. I'm in real estate. This could be the ticket. I don't think it's the ticket. No. After it's no. not the ticket. Honestly, here's the deal. Call me crazy, and I know whatever. I'll just get taxed. Mm-hmm. Give me free reign to my money. I already am financially free. I'll just fucking ride it out, man. I'll buy more real estate. I'll I will buy real estate before I fund that if I'm if I need to get tax deferments. I will buy real estate for appreciation only with with minimal cash flow before I do this. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking for tax deferment, mm-hmm. I will put money on I, I, I will I will bank on myself that I can find properties that I believe will appreciate with minimal cash flow. Mm-hmm. Overdoing this, mm-hmm. if I'm looking for the tax benefit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I mean, that's like for us. But like you said, people who have regular jobs with pr- most likely families and a mortgage and stuff, yeah. it's a good idea. Not whole. Not whole, but term. Term. Yeah, yeah. Term life insurance, I believe, is a very, very smart thing for the majority of families, especially young couples mm-hmm. uh just starting families i think term life insurance is is a crucial must have mm-hmm. until they become financially free if that's their goal right or uh, their kids are moved out probably or their kids are moved yep so yeah because uh, then you could just get like a 20-year term yep and it's the life of a kid yep i think i think that'd be a really good idea interesting yep hmm. i don't know in what world Somebody could talk me into doing whole life insurance. I don't know in what world. Yeah, no. So I just want to come on. This the educational, the, the tutor podcast. We wanted to make this a little shorter, give you value. So hopefully you learned something. Um, and then the bullshitting podcasts are going to be the ones that are a little bit longer. Mm. Um, so... I hope you got something out of this. I am going to, uh, I want to look into um, 401ks and IRAs next week um, and kind of break down the, the difference between the two if you should be doing a, a Roth 401k or Roth IRA or a, a simple IRA or regular 401k. I want to kind of see what the uh, what the options are there and what you should do there, mm-hmm. if you should even be in those things. That's true. So I'm going to tell you what, if you listen to Robert Kiyosaki, you shouldn't be. Um, uh, that's what we got for you for you this week. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. And um, I'll catch you on the next one. See ya.